Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. 80. I know we've, we'd be on like 82 if we'd actually managed to stick to the schedule. We've had a couple of weeks here and there, but it's 80 it's summer, episodes been summer holidays. I'm a, I'm a dad, dad life, that comes in. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Um, yeah, it's... It's been a fun 80 episodes, hasn't it? I'm feeling good this yes. week, Jake. You sound a lot better. You sound you sound happier. You sound like you're not in a miserable mood. Could it be that two wins on the chart we will talk about helps and other reasons? Yeah, well, Wednesday's going well. Um, like, I had a few days away. I'm done with my breaks now. There's the existential, the existential dread is starting to creep back in that I'm going back to work very shortly. Um, but I've taken a few days extra around my breakaway so I can have a little bit of time to breathe. And it's been, I'm all right. I'm, I'm good. good. I'm, uh, I recharged a little bit and it's, it's nice. I feel, I feel good because I had a really stressful week and then I went away for a few days, saw, saw a friend, went for a little trip. Lovely time. Lovely time. What, how's your week been, mate? Uh, this week been stressful because we figured out that <laughs> we've lived here for three years in the current house we're in. But because we did it in August, everything that we subscribed to and life insurance, home insurance, everything suddenly had to get renewed. And I spent today turning around to Guy going, uh, give me Guy, I, you're not doubling my bill to the price you want it to be. Because if I'm a new customer, I get it at the, this price. And then going, well, that's because they're new customer. I've been with you for a lot longer. Give me the bloody thing. And having to argue with people. Got it down to a reasonable amount that I'm happy with, but right. I'm slowly getting to the point where I'm going to cut guy out and find different ways because I was going to say, can you not? As is, hang on, you're with Sky though, which means literally every single other provider will be able to give you the same speed. So just company hop. No, it's not. It's not internet. This is just for TV. Oh, what's the I point? No. Oh, football. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I like my football. Um. But I don't, I'm actually with Talk Talk for my internet, which is actually really good around here. Because yeah, they I remember having them at uni and they were atrocious Well, me, the thing is, they? they haven't oversold around here. Okay. That's the thing, because they haven't oversold and said, we can give you this. It's really good because there's not many people on them. And a lot of the time when you get the Talk Talk router, by the way, this is a waffle if you want to tune out now, please do. Uh, when you get there. Don't tune out, routers, skip ahead. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, when you get their routers, it's all on the same channel of everyone else. Right. And unless you don't know what, if you, unless you know what you're doing, you know to put it on a lower channel. So it's got less tra traffic around the area on the router. So the less people on one channel, the better internet you get because it's not all on the same thing. What? They use, what? So they the channel router codes. There's, you'll have it that people be on the same channel as you. So you'll see that channel channel what 37 or something you'll have like lots of different oh, okay. internet connections on it so you can go right. to a channel that you can tell it's got not many people on and you go to that channel instead okay cool so yeah it we're, works out quite well would they've been ripping up the roads because i think they're putting bt ultra fast in here um Ooh. yeah because we've been monopolized for a while because virgin came in and they offered their top packages which is i think we're on like the 350 or whatever and I can't not live without high-speed internet with all the stuff I do now. Nope. So we are, I'm in a place where I'm sort of, I'm waiting for that ultra-fast line to come in. And if it's in, I can just jump between the two. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to do. That's um, not bad. So. 
How's your need... week been, Pop? From being a lot more quieter. I hear you've no, been playing a, a lot of video games. I've I've been no. That's the thing. When we went on this little trip, me and my mate just said, "Oh, let's pick up a game." And we got really into like this Seven Days to Die. If you've played it before, it's like 2013, but it's come to Game Pass. And we started playing it. And I was like, "Oh no, that's tickling the the itch I've got to get addicted to to survival games and things like that." So the fact we could play it together, we got we, we're into that. And I'll probably play a couple of hours after this podcast. But yes, it's been uh, nice to get back into a bit of gaming. Um, I went to did I. Did I mention I went to Cornwall last episode? You know you, I've been. You, you didn't say where you went. Yeah. So we, we to... when me and Worko did the podcast, I kind of went, I didn't want to say it until you got back. But yes. Well, I, I, had some, I had somebody in my house anyway, so it's not like my house was going to get robbed with people in it, but like I'm back now, so I can, I'm like, I've been here, I've been here. <laughs> yeah, no, we, uh, I got... I got really ill after COVID and I was ill all in Cornwall, which was fantastic, but it was lovely. It was, uh, I've not been since the pandemic and I used to go yeah. pretty much every year and it's the first time me and Soph went down there. So it was just really nice because we went on the heat wave week. So oh, it was just, it was just beautiful. Um, and I love, I love that part of the country. So we, we stayed in a little, like a little place sort of down in, the middle of Newquay and St. Austell and and just kept going coast to coast and did a lot of driving and got to do all the big Cornwall staples because Soph had never been. So that was that was nice. And then obviously just doing um it was so hot. I was just driving up to little coves and little bays and we were just jumping in the uh, the water from the coves awesome. and, and, and and it was warm and it was it it was quite nice. It wasn't amazing that I was coughing and spluttering every couple of seconds. I will ask this now, um, how did your cope your car cope with this? I didn't use mine. I borrowed oh, God. <laughs> gotta borrowed. Say, your car <laughs> My car's on its last legs and it's, I don't know what I'm going to do about automobiles at the minute, unfortunately, because I use my car a lot for work. Um, but yeah, I, I borrowed one because I did about a thousand and a half miles. That yeah, week. I gotta say, your car wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I don't buy things anymore because I'm skimp. There you go. That's a little bit of information everybody wants to know. Uh, I think we all are a bit skint at the minute, unless yep. you're really well off. But what? I did see this and have to do it because I was in a game shop in Cornwall and there was this. And this is Mike from Breaking Bad, the pot, oh, right? Nice. And I saw it in a case and I was like, that's been vaulted since 2014. I'm pretty sure that you can't buy these anymore. And I love yeah. Breaking Bad. And I was like, how much you got on him? And he went, oh, he looked at his eBay soles and they sell quite a bit from like, they, they, it depends because they don't come up that often in mint condition. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I, I guess I'll do it for 40. And I was like, I'll, I'll do it for 40. Because I had a vague idea in the back of my head that this is over a hundred pound pop. Yeah. So I scanned it in and it was like, it's like a 128 pound pop this. And I got, and I was like, 40. yes, it does. It, it sells usually between 80 and in mint condition, hmm. usually eighty up. So it's it, it's it's meant to sell for it. It doesn't okay. quite sell for that. I've got, I've got something you're not going to like now. Then what? So a friend of mine has been in a quite a serious relationship for six months. The right. gaming room that has pot funkos in. Her nephew came round and he went to the shop, opened all of his pot funkos to play with them. Oh no! 
He came back home to going, why is that door open? That door shouldn't be open. Why is that door open? No. What do went. He just, she turned around and said, yeah, there's been an accident. I said, no, this is a massacre. Oh, no. So how, she how, spent, many, how many garden fences could you launch it over? Because that would be my question. <laughs> like, it'd be like, touchdown? Like, boom. <laughs> she no. spent the best part of two weeks pricing up how much it's going to cost her to replace some of these. And one of them, one of the quotes she got when she found out, when she found it was like really rare. She was like, it's, it's 600 quid. And he said, I know. No. <laughs> Why do you think no. that? I, I, I can't, I, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's the, the money in some of the stuff. I can't buy sh- crap. Uh, I know he said something. I can't get the podcast. The podcast <laughs> got demonetized last week, by the way. I had to manually review Why? it. That was weird. Um, what did we get demonetized? I, nothing. I think it's because we used bust up in the title. Oh, um, right, yeah. But yeah, I just, I, I, I'm in that situation where I, I'm, I can't, I can't buy things at the minute. So, um, and this going away has just skinted me. So it's sort of like I'm in that reset mode and see what happens. But with, with the cost of everything at the minute, I've just got to be careful with everything and, and make a proper well, shall, plan. Shall I tell you what? Shall I tell you what I did when I found out and he told me the story? I sent him a um, Amazon and a BNQ thing, which is a lock for a door. I said lock your doors. Right, we've got like. We got a nephew in that. Yeah. Um, there's no way you get anywhere near any of this. Yeah. Uh, anywhere near it. Because it's, it's stuff that kids would like. It's bright colours. It's shiny. It's why I like it, right? But it's also a case of, no, you don't have that. You don't, you don't go near that. You don't show yeah. them you've got it until they can appreciate it. Understand like, it. I remember, like, oh, God, right, here's a Wednesday-related story. Bring it back to Sheffield Wednesday, shall we? I was, like, eight, and my uncle gave me the Sanderson green shirt, right? Yeah. And I think I got bored of it after, like, three months, and I threw it, uh, I, I, I give it to my mum, and I was like, oh, you can get rid of this, give it to someone else. He found it, yanked it back off, and he was like, well, I'm never giving you anything again. And yeah. I looked, but I was like, I look at that now, and go, I want all those shirts. <laughs> Do you yes. know what I mean? Like, why? <laughs> yes. What was I? You know, because at the time I just wanted the new Wednesday kit. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that. And now, yeah, I've got it. By the way, I've I've got yeah. it. I have got that still. Um, because yeah. I also have a lead on the pink shirt in an XL. One or two or something like that. If it's a so two XL, fantastic because they're really leave small it with leave it with me. I am on a lead to try and finding you that shirt. That'd be fantastic. I don't want to pay. I could I could easily go on eBay and pay over what it's worth, but I don't want to. I, it's it's last season's shirt. I shouldn't be paying. You can't find it on eBay yet. Can you not? No, not yet. Well, I'm sure I could get it over the odds, but I'm not paying over the odds for it. The football shirt. And I like, I actually, this season's away kit, even though I don't usually like yellow kits, it's really growing on me, so I might end up getting that. And apparently the Macron fit's a bit different. Yeah, uh, it's, it's tighter. If you, if you oh, were an it? X, yeah, if you were a, so I'm normally a medium in shirts and I'd had to go up to a large, but it we measured the shirts, like Sarah couldn't understand it and she measured it and stuff. It's the same size as last year, but they've done something in the way they make it. That it tight. I don't know if it's the seam thing or whatever, but it's a lot tighter this year. Okay, 
Fair enough. Uh, so it's interesting. Go do housekeeping. Yes, so memberships are available on the channel. Please, I don't feel like you have to. Obviously, I know you probably don't because um, times are hard for everybody at the minute, but there are financial opportunities to support the podcast, which helps us massively with funding the podcast. So please do that if you are able to do that. You can go to youtube.com slash dexteritybox and under any video or even on the homepage there at that link, you can click join uh, memberships from 99p and above. All of them help with uh, with with the support in this podcast and the Dexterity Box channel in general, which will have more content on it soon, I promise. Um, uh, and the Discord is available. I'm giving the Discord link out to anybody who asks for it in the messages. So if you would like to be part of that, Give me a message and I will uh, bring you into the Discord because it's nice to chat there. Again, I'm going to chat more in there. I like the fact that actually people are chatting in there quite yeah. regularly without my involvement, without, without us prompting things. So that's yeah. nice as well. Um, reviews. Reviews. Yeah, I've not even checked, man. I don't think we've had any reviews because we've not had any reviews in so long. For the past two weeks, I've not checked. <laughs> checked. But you can leave us reviews on Apple yes. Podcasts. And Podchaser and things like that. Leave us your Spotify. You can you five can, star. On Spotify, us. you can five star. Yeah, all that kind of yeah. good stuff. I will check them out for next week. Do your own work. Leave us some reviews. I will. I will check them out next week. Um, but yes, that's housekeeping done. It's time. About fifteen odd minutes into this podcast, whatever it's going to be by the time we've done this, to get into the news. The, the it is the news section. A little late, but th- congratulations to Palmer on his th- 350th appearance. That's mental. Hey, he's going on my prediction. I said he would get 400. So keep going, lad. And then I can go back to that episode where I said, oh, I think he'll get 400. I can go, ah. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do that. I've, uh, I will say he's the one player that we've been consistently backing. Since his yes. podcast started, I think we've consistently backed Palmer. You don't have a bad And game, now it's fashionable. Really. So, no. Yeah. I, I genuinely, I remember saying in that relegation, because when did we start? We started in the relegation season, the Talkie Wednesday podcast. Yeah, we? we did. We started that January. And I was saying he's one of our best players. Yeah. And last season I was saying, we don't really need Hunks. We've got Palmer there. He's our best right back. And we're not even playing at right back. And he's still doing a shift now, you know, and this season he's actually becoming an absolute colossus for us. And he can play anywhere. And the thing is, what yeah. he did during the preseason with the charity run, he's the fittest player on the pitch. And he doesn't seem like he's slowing down either, which is nice. And to get 350, be made club captain on the day, and then we'll talk about it in the game. Absolutely superb. 400 will be a push for him. Because if you think we get promoted, right, which is great, which is what we want. He's 31, 32. He's 30, right? Right. So that's 50 appearances. Yep. You would think, I don't know, if he can keep the levels up if we got back into the championship and be consistent and have the levels that he's got now and they, they, yeah. they go well into the championship, that's brilliant. But you would think we need to do a, a bit of a refresh next. But I think he's a Wednesday fan, so I think he would be around as a squad player for a couple of years, yep. so he could actually make that 400 quite. There doesn't seem to be an ego with, with him. It's all about... Very down the, to know, earth. It's about the club, it's about the teammates, it's like... Either in his interview, very much like, well, yeah, it's a good appearance, but I'm more bothered if we get the win than how many appearances I make. At the end of the day, I'm playing for Boyhood Club. It is what it is. Like, everyone's seen the picture when in 2005 when he was... Not 2005, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, League One when he was at uh, uh, the Cardiff Stadium. 
Uh, I do find it funny that um, Carlton Farmer said, well done, son, in a cheeky joke because <laughs> it must annoy the pair of them. Yeah, it's the old, the old that joke, that one, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. Um, great to see that happen. And then obviously we go into the match, which is this is quite relevant in as well. So Bolton versus Sheffield Wednesday. Talk me through that one, Punk. So they started a little bit better. We start, sat back a little bit, soaked up some pressure, but then we started getting into the game and they had a glorious chance to go 1-0 up. Um, they absolutely fluffed the lines. But then we just started to pick up a little bit of pace, started to look a little bit better, and then really good balling uh, from, I think it was Bannon. Uh, and Byers was on the end of it. to like toe, He kind of like slipped when he felt and took the shot. So it looked like he toe-poked it, but he was going for the shot. And after the week he's had, the whole situation with Jamie Smith, get Windath having to become peacemaker and tell him, if you don't do this, I'm boxing one of you, and we're going to get that sorted. And then having to make up and running the entire length of the pit to just like celebrate with the fans is what you want. Joe Byers is starting to become one of those players where you look at what we got him for and what he does for the squad. He's an absolute gem as a find. He does everything quite well. And yes, he was annoyed and he showed Darren why he should be in the team. And then following that, Josh Windass. Josh Windass, since, I, ever since he had that thing with Pelopesi, he's more of a team player. Yes. I still think there are times where he needs to have a bit of a bit of a selfish thing, but I think that'll come once he's got more games in. But that ball to play Palmer in, just know he was there. And Palmer to get on the goal scoring thing. On his 350 appearance, club captain, and that five goal for Sheffield Wednesday. He don't go many, but he took it that was a very great well. Great goal, yeah. The way it was not an easy angle that either, especially no. for someone who's a defender. Uh are we gonna just not talk about the sitter? when we were talking about Josh Windass. Yeah, that sitter was, um, yeah, it was, uh, he, he kind of stumbled onto it. And also, I am going to say this now, our fan base have been very much like, yes, we love the housery of David Stockdale with what he did in this game. I'm still, I didn't like it when he did it to us last year, like when he did the whole time waiting stuff. And so I'm not going to turn around and say, I like it now because he's our player. It still mm. done my head in. At the end of the day, there's people who have been saying like, yeah, but you've got to like it now. He's a Wednesday player. So, no, it still done my head in. He went down for like five minutes being injury. The player went to the side to get a chat with Darren Moore and drinks on and stuff. And then he was like, oh, I'm fine now. I get it. Do you know, after how much it, it happened to us last year, I'm going to yes. be a massive hypocrite and go, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I hated it. But just as long as it doesn't become a thing and we're actually, because the thing is, right, and this is the big thing. Last season, we were outclassing teams in games. Yes, we were. And that consistently was just there to disrupt our flow, right? Yeah. If we're still putting in great performances and then we do a little bit of that, I'm not going to be too forced. I just wouldn't want to become one of those teams where it's their only tactic. And to be fair, David Stockdale would be like, I'm here now, let's just do a little bit just to annoy some other fans. Because he well, got so much... The thing I love is that he's seen people in the crowd that gave him stick when he was Wickham and went, I remember you. You called me a beep, beep, beep. Well, what yeah. do you think of me now? <laughs> well, it's... Uh... <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm saying this with a smile on my face because of the way that... Because <laughs> it's the hypocr hypocrisy that comes within football. 
But we don't, that's not our plan. Our plan is to go out and win games, yeah. right? What was happening is we were in draws last season and clubs just kept doing to that. They'd turn up and in the first 10 minutes they'd do it. Or if they get a goal within like an early goal for the next for the next 80 odd minutes you'd be just experiencing that all the way through Wednesday never getting was it the Oxford? rhythm was it Oxford that did it last year yes it was yeah, yeah it did my absolute nothing um, Wickham were that side right as well and he came from Wickham yeah but to be in a team that's still pl- playing teams off the park and then actually managing the game and breaking it down a little bit better I get it I get it I it don't just- like you don't need to be down for five minutes, but but like a little bit of it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna because that is how the football is played in this league by the city yeah. that we we needed to get a little bit more league smart I think, and I think we're slowly doing that. Yeah, well, but I, I don't think, like I think, it in general. But I, also, I don't like it in general. But I also I also I also think that's why Darren Moore brought him in as well. Yeah, just to slow game down a little bit. He's a good thing. Is what you're noticing with Stockdale now? He's getting more confident with who's in the team with him. I think he's a lot more confident now than an Iorfa, with Iorfa now. Like when we first saw him, people were like, oh, he doesn't come out for punches enough or he doesn't come out for catches. He's still a bit flappy when he comes out for punches and catches, but that'll come better with t- t- time. The thing is, the other thing we need to turn around and say, McGuinness had such a good debut. Yeah, looks like a decent player, doesn't he? Solid debut, looked very good and... We said we needed another centre back, and we got one in. Uh, he's tall. I feel he's not, sorry for he's not let He's not left footed, and that's one thing that was mentioned yes. that we obviously we've we're now still lacking that left foot. But it doesn't seem to be a big thing. We've got we're getting knocks through the team again, though. So that McGinnis yeah. signing might be even bigger as it, as we go forward. May, you know? Maybe we need more as well going forward before the end of the window. Mm. It's I like I like seeing that. Let's let's move on and talk about um, Rochdale. So you look, you talk about players like Iorfa as well when they're when they're playing in matches. In the past couple of matches, I've seen that's more like that confidence from Iorfa coming and playing like we used to. We've seen flashes of him at his he quality. Run into the box in the Rochdale game. Mm. He did yeah. a full length run. I know it's League Two bottom Rochdale, but he did a full length run. He's getting he confident back. I am quite concerned that we can't seem to score technical goals. We just seem to just hit it and we only score worldies. 3-0 against Rochdale, all of them absolute. You don't. What do you think about that game other than the fact that it was just ridiculous? So apart from it was absolutely ridiculous, we really controlled it. But I think as soon as Jaden Brown got that first one, everyone just was like, this keeper ain't that good. This keeper is here for the beating here. And Delhi Basharu, again, or he got two assists and a goal. And the thing is, we have to keep him, but what contract do you put in front of him? Because he's becoming a good player. Like, he's one. He just leveled it. He just went, yeah. sod this. I'm having it. And and the other thing, all these goals were in one half of football. They were stupid. They were just like, you know what? We'll just hit them from... It feels a bit like that Adam Reese season. But the only reason that Adam Reed's season happened where it's like that, we didn't have people who could finish it in the box. We do have that. They're just not Matt fit yet. Lee Gregory's still not Matt fit. Windath is getting there. We've got Smith to come back. We've got a certain player I'm going to talk about in a little bit because I don't want to say it yet, but great to get it out over the line. But they were all really good shots and they're all playing with that confidence and the smile. The other thing is, 
Look at the ages of all three of the players. Yeah. They're young. Darren Moore is already building a, a midfield that doesn't have Barry Bannon at the key outlet. He's already making sure that we don't have him as the key person to watch. Well, we We're going to have it, a midfield. We said yeah. we need to look for the future. We look for we need to look for the now and for the future. We need to have that because the because the one thing that wins you games is having a competent midfield, right? You need your goal scorer, but you need you need that engine in midfield. And Barry Bannon's been that technical engine for us. And the, and Darren Moore has identified that there's going to be a big issue when Wednesday when when Baron bought. Uh, but who? Uh, what did boring? I just say? Baron Bore is a combination. Ah! It's a combination of Barry Bannon and Darren Moore, that. Barry Bore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> my brain sounds just like went. Cabo, sounds like a cabaret act. <laughs> when Barry Bannon is not to the levels that he has been at for quite yeah. some time, you, it's going to need to be a phasing process. And the fact that we've got this depth in midfield and we've got players because because midfield is not just a position, right? You are are you yeah. an attacking midfielder? Are you a more technical midfielder? You know, are you a bit more of a ball winning midfielder? How do you play? Barry Bannon is that technical box to box driver, right? And he he runs the show and everything yeah. for, for for parts of Wednesday's game in history. All the game has run through Barry Bannon. Barry Bannon. Yeah. Darren Moore has got better at making that not the case, and actually having other players around the pitch that other. That the the defense yeah. ha, the defense of opposing teams have to worry about while Barry Bannon can be a little bit more free on the ball and it's not as predictable as the balls always go into Barry Bannon, but by doing that as well you test out these new players in these systems yeah. and how are they going to slot into the new Sheffield Wednesday team going forward? Darren Moore has got to have the, a massive amount of credit for the the culture and the squad that he has brought into this team because if you look at the way we were. And I, I saw something on Twitter, right? That I'm not one to, to repeat things off Twitter and I, I, like I said them. Somebody tweeted a really good tweet um, saying about you've got to pra- uh, you've got to praise him for the the way the squad has been because he talked about sort of uh, ch- for ch- changing the dynamic that was at Sheffield Wednesday. And you can question his tactics all you want, but he has changed the dynamic and yeah, it has been has. a process. I do agree that the tactics the tactics will be if if Darren Moore's going to have a downfall. It will be there, but I really want him to succeed because to have players buy into the process like he has and to feel good about this club again, right? And to feel like, do you know under Carlos? Yes. That was the last time a Sheffield Wednesday team, I felt like we could go out there and beat anyone, Mm. right? And then we had years of shakiness and I felt like anybody could beat us. Now the I'm fact, starting to feel like we could beat anyone yeah. again, and it's because the players believe in the process and we've got quality. But it's also the whole thing. You can tell the players like playing together. If players don't like playing together, you don't get Fizz, Adenaran, and Jaden Brown all doing Fizz's celebration at the camera yeah. kind of thing. They, they really are getting to that kind of vibe of playing really well football, good football. And I've seen some people talk about Vokes and say, oh, he's not going to... Vokes just need to play a little bit more. You've got to remember, he come from a Cardiff team that benched him for ages. Not... I, think, I think it's a bit unfair to actually yeah. start, like, start having a pop at Vox this early on because he, he's come into a very, very good midfield, right? And, and, and I think it's because he's become, with the, 
come with the highest pedigree of where he's just come from yeah. and the levels he's been at and the teams he's been with, you know. So he comes in and it's like, oh well, he's got to he's got to kick on because we didn't expect George Bias to walk into this team and be as good no. as he has been, you know. And and Backinson's come in and he sort of hit the ground running. Volks came in with an expectation of, oh, this is going to be a solid midfield player here. He could be that quiet midfielder who just does his job, but comes in and does his job, and that's fine. Right, just because he's in a really good midfield doesn't need, we, mean we need to expect the world from him. When we've got options, we're in a privileged position. To, we're in a privileged position yeah. not to worry about it, Jake. You know, yeah. So they just expect everybody to be that player that can score screamers, and I think that's where you were going in. Go on. Yeah, it All was. Right. Yeah, it's it's just that whole thing. The only the only downfall about this game at the end of the day was hearing that I also picked up a shoulder knocked, Biz had picked up a knock, and I think someone else had picked up a knock. Uh, Hennigan was a precaution. He came off, and it's this whole thing. It's great that we've got this good midfield and stuff, and it's brilliant. Don't get me wrong. The one position we now lack, big lack of depth, is still at the back. Yeah, we still how has probably... this been a thing? Yeah. We brought in what, like three centre backs this season? Yeah, Hennigan, Famiao, McGuinness, Ewekwe. That's four yep. centre backs. Yep. We've obviously then brought fullbacks in like Reese James. Yep. We've brought in five but, defenders. Yeah. And if you put Hunt as re-signing. But we've added five, and I'm probably forgetting one there because we've signed but so many. Take take Famaway away because he's injured. Well, we well how many do you have to take away? Reese James is knocked, hasn't he? He's got a knock. No, uh, he's suspended. Reese James oh, is suspended. He's oh, got yeah, like red, course, didn't he? Of course he is. I knew he weren't playing. That's, so I'm, say, that say, I'm say, so used say, to getting injured, my mind went there. So say I and Hennigan have got knocks that they picked up. That leaves you with two. Or three. Yeah. But we, we do don't, need cover. We don't but, know. Cover. We don't cover, know because it's cover. just our cover's injured. Our cover's yeah. injured. Yes. But We've got, got our cover. See, but the thing is, I think I'm using too much of last season's injuries at the back to be really scared. Glover came in in this game and had an excellent debut. He could come in and do that role. Hang on. I right. Be- Let, let's, can we just, I understand completely here, but I want yeah, to just count before we get carried away. How many centre-backs are currently employed at Sheffield Wednesday? Dominic Iorfa, McGuinness, yep. Yep. Iwekwe, Yep. Famia. Yep. And F- Hennigan. Yep. Who else? Palmer, if you play him there. Why have I got less centre backs than I just said? Where's my brain going there? Let's just do that. Let me have got teams. S- right. So you've got uh, Dominic Iorfa. One. Akin Femiru. Two. Michael Owickway. Three. Mark McGuinness. Four. I'm missing one. Who am I missing? You've got the team sheet. Liam Palmer, Jaden Brown. Yeah, but I'm looking at centre back. The rest, of, uh, the rest of them, uh, left backs. Right. Just let me look at. Let me just do this. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Did I say Hennigan? Yeah, I did. I'm not Is sure. Going... But... One, two, no, because because I'm talking right. Five. So five. It is five. It is five dedicated centre backs. Right. Because it's McGuinness, Awekwe, Famiao, Iorfa, Hennigan. That's five, right? Yes. We do not need cover at centre-back. Because even if you play, unless you are playing with a three, then maybe. But Palmer slots in there as well. 
Maybe Two. one more, but that's six employed centre backs at the club, man. That's a lot of centre backs. It's, it's a lot of centre. I'm just very worried what our inter our injury record have been. Yeah, I get it. I get it. it but it, if you th- if you think like if you play right. if you're playing three at the back, then it yeah it's a problem. But if you go to back because he said he's willing to go back to doing Do you need four, more? four if need be, then you don't need to cover. You've got the cover. It just all depends on how long everything is in the next kind of uh, situation. Yeah, you know, with injuries. Oh, you crashed. Or Discord have crashed. Cool. I'm sure you've said loads of things there in that gap. <laughs> yeah. You've just stopped talking, right? So I don't need to put an edit I... in here. Yeah, fine. Cool. Amazing. Because if I was looking at you blankly, it's because you froze completely on my end. But I'm going to imagine you said some amazing things about centre-backs, Jake. Um, but yes, yes, you think we need to bring in another centre-back, do you? Probably one, but maybe and possibly a goalkeeper, that's it. But I don't think we need much. Like Dan Moore said, it's only, I think what we bring in now is on the 11th hour if something's bad. Well, that's just screwed up the news article later about talking about transfers. So let's jump to that now then. So Darren Moore's been talking about transfers. Um, and he sort of didn't rule out the talk of a goalkeeper maybe coming in, did he? So carry no. on. What were you saying? Um, it it's that whole situation with the with the goalkeeping situation. We have Dawson and Stockdale. They need to be a fair. You're not going to take Pierce. He's a young lad. You do need a. Yeah. You need that cover there. The uh, the thing is, I think the only the only bit where I look at this team where we are short a little bit. Because I, I don't think, because we'll talk about it later, I don't think we need another, atta- another attacker now. Maybe if, if you were really worried about it, you get someone in loan in January. Yeah, maybe a natural wing-back or maybe maybe a natural wing-back or something. Yeah. Um, potentially, because if you think about it, wing-back-wise, the only ones that really are natural wing-backs are Reese James. Because yeah. Hunt's more of a full-back. And if we are going to play with wing-backs, you can utilise them in different ways, but... Maybe he's going to stick Patterson at wing back eventually. You never quite know. Um, we are through to the next round. We will find out what game we get. Uh, you, you'll know the- by the time this podcast yes. out. So it will be yeah. uh, interesting to see what we get in the next round. It is good to keep sort of keep going, you know, um, yes. to see us just keep going through those because you keep you keep the winning mentality, you know, and that's what we've shown this week. We've shown that we've shown that mentality to keep going. Right, let's do the League One review. So, Ipswich Town played Shrewsbury, beat them 3-0 away from home. Oxford and Morecambe ended in a one all draw. Forest Green, our next opponents, lost at home to Plymouth 3-0. Port Vale beat Burton 2-0. Portsmouth beat Bristol Rovers 3-1. Peterborough beat Lincoln City 4-0. MK Dons drew one all with Accrington Stanley, not getting any better for them. The Charlton-Cambridge game and the one-all. Exeter lost at home to Cheltenham, who beat them 1-0. Fleetwood and Derby County ended in a, a, a nil-nil. Welcome we to League One, Derby. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wednesday beat Bolton 2-0, away from home, of course. It, the great thing as well, actually, we, we scoped over that one, is an away performance, you know? So, yes, it was, nil. Yeah. And Wickham, who found some form, have beat Barnsley at Barnsley's home stadium yeah. they beat him 3-0 I actually forgot it's what the bars the ground was called the, the, oh, well, Oakwell innit yeah to be fair Barnsley has had an absolutely terrible season off the pitch they've been all over the place yeah 
Yeah. Um, that puts Wednesday into fourth on 10 points after five games. Ipswich Town topped the table. 13 points from their five. That's four wins and a draw for Ipswich. That's really quite good. Um, Peterborough have only lost once. They're second in the league on 12 points. Portsmouth on 11. Portsmouth, again, a team I said were going to do well. They've had two yep. draws and three wins. So make sure you watch the episode where we were working. We did the predictions because I put Portsmouth as um, contenders this season. Yeah. Um, Wednesday and fourth on 10. There we said Plymouth, Argyle are one point behind Wednesday, nine points after five matches. And then Charlton finish out the playoff positions at the minute in eighth. Uh, sorry, eight points six. after five yeah. games in sixth. Yeah. It was, I was looking at an eight. That's why I said that. But yeah. Um, it's obviously very early days, but five matches, 10 points. Get that. They do say two points from every match is promotion form. Yep. So. And we still haven't got Michael Smith ready. And if Michael Smith comes in, be the Michael Smith we know. See what happens. We will see what happens, but that's not bad for a League One review being able to talk about Wednesday on the positive. So the big story of this week, finally. Malik Wilkes Finally. is a Sheffield Wednesday player. So this is from the Sheffield Wednesday website. Quote, Wednesday have completed the signing of Malik Wilkes from Hull City for an undisclosed fee. The 23-year-old is the Owls' 10th signing of the summer and bolstered Darren Moore's attacking options as we approach the end of the transfer window. Wilkes began his career as a youth player with Leeds, uh, where he made his first team debut in the FA Cup in 2017. The Yorkshireman enjoyed loan spells with Accrington Stanley, Grimsby Town and Doncaster Rovers before making a permanent switch to Barnsley in July 2019. He later joined Hull City, firstly on loan before seeing a permanent move, where he enjoyed his best spell to date. Wilkes was a key player in the Tigers' 2020-2021 League One campaign, scoring 23 goals as Hull lifted the title. A versatile, pacey forward, Wilkes can play on either wing or down the middle. After playing for Hull in the first round of the Carabao Cup, he's cup-tied, so that's why he didn't play. Yeah. Um, Wilkes will wear the squad number seven for the Owls. Welcome to Wednesday, Malik. End quote. Finally! So glad this deal's over with, because to be fair, during the summer, this actually kind of made my channel a little bit, because I had a video about it a lot, because it was getting silly. But it's so good to get this deal done and dusted because he does add something we don't lack. Now, I have seen a lot of Hull City fans going, he's not that great, he's not brilliant, uh, I don't know why you want him so much. And I think you have that situation where you're like, do you forget what he did to you for you when he was in League One? It sounds like he was part of the big driving force to getting you there. Granted, he does seem like a player that needs an arm around the shoulder, and Darren Moore does that all the time. One of his best mates plays for us. That's yes. all you really need to know. Like he's gonna, he's gonna fit right in. He's gonna buy into that mentality. He, no, um, he already when, fits right in. The bloody video was him dancing on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he was saying in his interview about how he's been wanting this since preseason. You know, yeah. and there was there was talks. He's basically put a transfer request in at Hull. That's what's forced the move yeah. here because Hull were messing about with it. Um, do we know the fee? I've been told it's somewhere around 300k, 300, 400k. Well, that's what we originally and, heard, isn't it? Yeah. But and the it's... thing is, it's sounding more like it just sounds like Hull were just playing silly 
Yes. They yeah, wanted yeah. to get certain things sorted. And the, I think they wanted to get their players in before they got it done. And I think some of their players took a long time to get in. But a lot of us, like, well, I think it's the whole thing. It's like, oh, he's lazy. He's had enough. It's like, he just doesn't feel loved anymore. I think he's a player. If he's loved, he'll play well. Did you notice you were talking about how the, the crowds and, and, and the numbers he was looking forward to playing in front of? the like, that yes. sly little dig there. <laughs> like, um, yeah. That's... I think he just he, he needs to feel he needs to feel a love at a club and coming into this club with a good atmosphere is the best time for him to come in. He on paper is exactly what Sheffield Wednesday need, which is why I was yes. pushing for this move. He's pacey. He offers an option. He can play in that wing. We haven't got natural wingers really, and we've got we've not got pacey forwards that can that can do the business. We have got very good goal scorers. Malik Wilkes is a very good goal scorer, but he has also got the pace. So if you need to yeah. shove someone in the middle of the park when you just need to get behind a team and go for, you know, through balls forward, stick Malik Wilkes in, get him running on it. When yeah, a team's getting a little bit tired, you can shift the formation a little bit, move somebody else out wide, bring Malik Wilkes in the middle, and he can just cut through the centre-backs. Am I right in thinking he was in the same Donny team as Rhys James as well? I have no idea, mate. I, I, I'm, I Can't think say he was I'm in the same... I think, he, I, think he, I think he was in the same team as Rhys James, so that's interesting as well. But the thing is... The interesting thing in the interview is that I went on holiday with Josh and Barry Bannon was on that holiday. So you already know people. And I have a funny feeling we may have tried to got this deal done the following season because there was already talks about it from people. Do you mean the previous? Yeah, the previous season where we couldn't sign anyone for money. And I I just think this is very clever by Chancery just to keep with the deal. We will have looked at other people just in case, but... I think as soon as he knew we were interested, like their best mates already uh, helps get this kind of thing. And did you say? Friend- did you say yeah. that the uh, the whole fan said his best days are behind him? Some of them were saying. Some of them were saying, "Yeah, he's not that good. I don't think he, he's not the player." He's twenty three, he and he's back. Mm. He's bagged as many goals as his age in a, in League One a couple of seasons ago. You'd take a risk for less than 500k on a player like that, especially because he's exactly what we need. Yeah. He will... Make a better... He's the flair player we need. I'm touching all the wood in this room because I don't want this to be the reason, but he will get injured in the next three weeks. But, like... Um, you didn't have to say it. You could have just thought it. <laughs> it's the Sheffield Wednesday way, isn't it? Everybody's thinking it, right? Don't do it, Malik. Don't do it, Malik. But he also Please looks a fit. really good, good character as well. From what you've yeah. seen in his interview, uh, the 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 interview bloopers he's had to do, and then in dancing on the pit, he looks like the thing that got me the announcement video. He walked with such a swagger in that, going right. I mean, yeah, like he owns the place. I think you sometimes need that. I might have to get that new kit. I really like that kit. <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, mm, I need that kit. The more I watch, I, I see us in that that. Uh, the, the strip this season the Wednesday kit is good this season yeah um, I've got to do my FIFA bit because it wouldn't be this oh, channel God, if yes. I didn't do it and finally <laughs> do not downgrade him because he's a cracker on career mode he's the one you side he's, he's literally he gets into the mid 80s quite easily if you use him through a career mode so FIFA lads you are FIFA you, you are you play FIFA you're into football it. manager. I must say, manager, by the way, I call everybody lads. It's not a gendered phrase. And I used to start saying it ironically, and now it's in my dialect permanently, and I can't get rid of it. I've never mentioned that in 80 episodes, but it's there. 
it's not actually a gender thing either. Right. Anyway, Wilkes is 83 pace, which is what you want. 66 shooting, 57 passing, 71 dribbling, 21 defending and 70 physical. And he's a 69 rated right winger. He's a, he's a rare silver as well. He's, a, he's, a, he's fantastic in career mode. If you're a career mode player, you will love using Malik Wilkes. So back into the real world side of it, he actually tweeted that he don't remember asking, uh, can't remember asking, didn't he, when, he, when uh, a yeah. journalist in Hull said that he'd uh, asked to leave. A lot of Hull fans said, oh, what's this then? He's clearly not leaving. He's staying our Wednesday in the mud sort of thing. And I, and I think a lot of people read this like, that, that he's meant to put, don't remember asking, which is the actual yeah. saying, as in, he's off, you know. He kind of said, I didn't ask you all going, I'm just going. I'm telling you. I'm not asking, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he does follow also, it up. Say, we find out about the transfer from the manager, but our number one saw, Ati Chantiri. Because yeah. every journalist now would go, I'll just go to the proper reliable source then, shall I? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and he did, he did, he was a little bit more humble with the, uh, Thank you for the last three years. Oh, it's been a blast. Always be, will be a special place. That was a quote tweet in the Hull City thing, talking about his departure. They were gracious in his in his in leaving him yeah. leaving. So um, yeah, I think it's I think it's such a positive sign for Wednesday. I'm so happy about this one. So, I wish we got it done earlier, but again, it's one of those things. I think things just needed. It's nice that Wednesday can play the patient game and not panic like we used yeah. to. Because we, do you know, what? Do, if this deal didn't go on. We'd you, be like, all right, go. Do you know, usually it's difficult with Discord to talking, talking over each other. We don't actually do it yes. on purpose. Um, it sounds like there's a breaking conversation. There isn't. Um, the, happy, the happiness I feel about actually being able to say I'm excited about this signing because even if it goes wrong, there's no egg on my face because we haven't paid a load of money on him. You know, saying like you're excited about Jordan Rhodes signing when you've spent 8 million and paying him 40, 40 grand a week or whatever we were. <laughs> And then he goes on to be as much use as a barn door with a load of holes in it, right? Don't know why that's an analogy. It's not. I've just made that up out of nowhere. But there you go. Use a chocolate fire guard. Yeah, that sort of thing. But I think I think I'm gonna put barn door with a few holes in it on a on a t-shirt now, um, just because I don't know where I was coming from with that. But yes, I don't end up with egg on my face like you end up with egg on your face when Jordan Rose does that. It's the risk you take because you know he's already done it at this league. Yep. And I think some of the whole fans were like, well, he's not ready to step up the championships. Like, he's 23. Yeah. The problem is, when you had him, his manager, who's now the Peter of loved him, liked mm. using him, left, new manager in, was injured, had to get into that new system, had to get into that new side. Maybe couldn't have done it because he managed it before it all, like the last little bit was like, he's training really hard and we want to use him. Saying all the things you want to manage to say about your player. And I yeah. think he's just gone to the last bit going, look, you don't want me. I'm well down the pecking order. This got agreed months ago. Just let me go. You could tell the frustration on his interview. It was like, I've been wanting to be here before, so I could be in pre-season. Yeah. And he's actually obviously just try hammer on his cup tied. Be a laughing cup. Mm-hmm. Um, a great move for the club. These sort of signings, they fit the strategy, you know, young yeah. potential, but this guy is, is ready to go into our first team. And we've got yes. so much competition up there now. And while we've got injuries, we've we, when we've not got the competition, while we've got injuries, we've actually got players that can play, which is yeah. fantastic. Okay, something that's 
might not be as fantastic, but hopefully it doesn't come to this. This is from The Star. The headline reads as this, quote, Sheffield Wednesday's Fasayo Deli Basharu attracts Besiktas, can never say that, interest. Bristol City latest English club keen, end quote. So before I go into the article, we know Bristol City are interested in, they've, they've made a couple of bids for Deli Basharu. I think about a million was the last one, wasn't it? That's Something. all. Blackpool were the clubs that bidded. A Blackpool, yeah. Blackpool came in, sorry. It's because Bristol, Bristol City, City are, now, are also yeah. are now interested. Yep. Um, Blackpool made it like, was it a million pound? Or was it just it was, like... It, it just under. It was, it was like, I think it was somewhere like 800-ish. Well, yeah. It, like, it was close. It came, it came through, it came through less pounds. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it, too low, let's put it that way. No worries. Um, let's go into the article. So the article reads like this. Quote, Deli Brasher started the season like a house on fire for the Owls. It led to a couple of offers coming Wednesday's way from Blackpool. However, Darren Moore doesn't appear to have any intention of selling him at this point in time. The club's problem, however, is that uh, Deli Brasher will be out of contract by this time next year. So if they don't sell him in one or one of the next two transfer windows and don't manage to sort out a new deal, they risk losing him for nothing. It is understood that Turkish giants, Betis, ah, that team, are the latest club who have shown an interest in the 21-year-old. I forget he's 21. You know? Yeah. The star have been told that um, Antilispor have placed him on their list of potential targets going forward. On top of that, championship outfit Bristol City are also thought to be keeping tabs on the midfielder's situation, given the precariousness of his future, though it remains to be seen whether anything more will come of it. End quote. Now, he... um. He can't do this. Don't do it. We need to sort that contract out because the thing that worries me about clubs from other countries coming in means that he can sign a pre-contract in January. That would be a bad yeah. idea. Yeah, it's happened before. References Liam Shaw, right? Yes. References. Same age, I think. Yeah, actually, Irigidi well. didn't sign the pre-contract. He just went at the end of the season, didn't yeah. he? He didn't. Don't do it, Delhi. Don't do it. <sighs> Right. My theory on this is this. I think Darren wants him to stay and I think Delhi wants to stay. Because we'll I just call him Fizz because d- that's his actual nickname. Fizz. He doesn't use yeah. Delhi, does he? No. Uh, I think Fizz wants to stay and I think Darren, Darren definitely wants him to stay. And I think the thing is, I, I don't know if there's a part of me that thinks that Fizz knows he's not ready yet to have that jump up to championship quite quickly. Because at the moment, he can't do a run of games without getting a slight knock. Now, before people go, oh, that's the Wendy injury curse and all that kind of stuff. No, that's probably a player thing. He's only 21. Takes a while for a body to get used to playing that many games constantly in and out. The thing is, if you go to someone like a Bristol City in a Blackpool, yes, you've probably got more chances of having a lot more uh, game time. You go to a Basistak uh, side, do you get game time over there in Turkey? Is that where you get it? The thing is, I think Darren's doing this the right way, but so fit, he's not getting involved. He's leaving it to his representation. And I think Darren will have to have a decision where he goes and knocks on the chairman's door and goes, look, get him a deal done. Let's just have him. He's one for the future. Who's already doing the business now. I don't want to lose him. But if yeah. you do, if you are going to want him to go in that contract, you either have, this is how much we will let him go for. and also. Any any deal that does go through, you put a percentage of the sale because he's going to be good. 
I, I, I see a lot of fans go let him go for a million and a half if an offer comes in for him because you don't want to. I'm in that position where I'm like, I could see that at three, right? Mm. I would still be annoyed because of the potential of him, but you're making three million pounds in League One is not bad, right? Also, you've got to remember we have to pay Man City. I don't want him to go, right? I think no. he's, I think, right. I don't know if you've been watching these football documentaries, but footballers work so hard to get to their level. And I think they forget yeah. how, how hard it was to turn pro, right? And then when you've got a real chance of kicking on at a club like Wednesday, just stick out and do it. Yeah, We don't have enough players do that at Wednesday, right? They, they sod off thinking the grass is greener, and it ain't. It, it's proved that it isn't greener, right? How many players have sodded off from Wednesday in those situations and done better? Young players. Young. Uh, I can't think of any to name. Exactly, right? The only argument you could make for is a player like Tom Lees who's not young, right? He, he went on and like got Huddersfield to the playoffs. He slotted into one of the clubs and another club came in for him with an experience. That's different when you're like on a free at the end of your contract, you know? Um mm. Didn't go up then either, by the way. Um, but it's 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 a <laughs> lots to be said about players committing the loyalty to a club and giving it a go. He's twenty one. Yeah. He could sign a three year deal here and still leave at twenty four. We've just signed Malik Wilkes who's twenty three. He was out of favour at Hull, right? Yeah. But we didn't forget that a couple of seasons ago he was bagging twenty three goals in this league, and a club like Wednesday have come in for him, right? Yeah. Fizz, you've, you've, you've got your screamers on the telly box. There's an interest in you now. Sign the contract, right? Put your head down. Yeah. Rotate Crack into on. this team. Make Darren, that... said, Darren said it in interviews, though. Yeah. Darren has said, players these days, they get that big move. They think they've done it. And I think sometimes they need to have another season in a lower league just to get that more game time. Darren, and I, but I wonder if that was a kind of dig, not a dig, but as kind of to go into Delhi phase going, if you stay a bit longer, I can develop you even more. And yeah. then we could get you a bit more for you. Like you got to remember, this was a Gary Monk era signing. It was. And yeah. I remember when we first signed him, we thought he looked good. And we were, we said when we go down we need to play more and he's showing that he well, got it, the one the one thing we said he needed to get stronger he got that now why go to Blackpool or Bristol City mm. if you back yourself back this back yourself and back this team to get promoted and go to the championship with Wednesday because I I don't think if we get promoted we'll be a relegation but I reckon we'll be a mid table at the worst team next season because the 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 mentality and the squads that Darren Moore can build. If he gets us up, we're up. We're the only way really for Wednesday is up. Hopefully, I just thought of a player who you could say, but he had gone to a club in this league. Addy Owen. Addy Owen is having a good time at Atkinson Stanley. He's scoring. I know yeah. he's not high up, but he's the last one. You kind of hope Charles. Hennigan he didn't leave though. Wickham. We released him. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yes, yes. No, we didn't. We got money from him, didn't we? Is he the one we actually got a transfer fee for? He might be. Yeah, I'm there, sure. There was we got, one we got, we got, we got a nominal fee yeah. for. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, cool. Even better. Well, we, yeah. he was surplus to requirements for what we needed here. We didn't think he could do it here. He's showing that he can do it at a different club at the same level. 
That's yeah. fine. I'm talking. I'm. You know. I'm all, all the players. I know. I'm I know what you about. Mean. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. Because most mean. of them are in and League he's, One. He's all. He's already doing it at this level and doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think he's. Uh, it wouldn't harm him to put pen to paper on a three-year deal. It really wouldn't. We can provide you with the pen. <laughs> he could. Uh, <laughs> he could be. He could be Wednesday's. He could be that. He could nail down that position in midfield when oh. Bannon goes. You know, if we're going to play with a midfield three and that's the way Darren Moore wants to do it. Yeah. He could, he could nail that position down for himself. He's just got a... He's, the, here's the thing, right? If you don't... And I'm, I said this about um, Liam Shaw. Does he back himself to actually compete at a higher level? Uh, with when, does he back himself to be able to keep Wednesday up? Does he back himself to fight into the squad? Does De- uh, does Delhi Bashiru back himself to be able to come out on top in the battle against all those other, mid- other midfielders in the club at Sheffield Wednesday? Because if he doesn't, is he gonna is he gonna walk straight into Blackpool's side? Is he gonna walk straight into Bristol City's side? Mm. Is he gonna do that? Whereas at Wednesday he's getting he's getting minutes, and he could if he if he backs himself make that position your own at Wednesday. Yeah, definitely. Let's see how he gets on. Right, that's the end of the news. We're going to go into the uh, one community topic I have pulled for this week. It's from Andy, who says, what do you think about moving Bannon back deeper after moving Fizz up behind the front two? Fizz's defensive game isn't the strongest, so giving him less responsibility could help protect him and make sure he continues to develop. So it fits into the last topic we were talking about there. What are your thoughts on that one, Jake? That makes a bit more sense because you can you could always change it up with Bannon uh, being kind of like, if you notice, Bannon's getting a lot more pulled off a bit, but I think he's injured. But that makes a lot of sense. He can dictate it a bit more. He doesn't have to be that attacking threat because you've got, if you've got a midfield of Fizz, Byers and Bannon, Bannon can do the long ball, highlight balls. So can, Byers can run at a player and Fizz will just run and shoot now. Yeah, my only counter argument with this, Andy, is I'd say Fizz is the, physically the strongest out of the three. So yes. if you could actually develop Fizz to bring that into his game a little bit more and, and, and win the ball and do the defensive work and then run with it, him playing deeper would actually be a better one for the team because he's got the physicality to break up the play. So, I, and he's strong. I will than say this now. You're bringing in Wilkes, very strong lad. You've got Fizz, who bulked up, really strong lad. A Whitway's strong. Palmer's never really had an issue with getting body checks not the ball. The one thing we were lacking was that strength and we got it now. And yeah. the, the other thing that's not being talked about and it should be is how good is Lee Gregory's hold up play at the minute? Very good. You yeah, get you get a Michael Smith around him who can latch onto those like little flick-ons and hold it up and get people around him. That is going to be so good. Can you imagine and we, we, don't, we might not have to imagine soon Lee Gregory holding up the ball and Malik Wilkes being available on the wing for an overlap with okay, Michael Smith you... on the other side. Or do you I have it try. where you have a Lee Gregory doing the hold-up play, you have a Smith on one side, you have a, not Smith, you have a Windath on one side and then a Wilkes on the other side. Exactly. And I'm exactly. not making the mistake this time. I know Wilkes have got pace. I've seen it. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's an argument. He, he, there's an argument for playing a front three, isn't there? Yeah. Gregory Gregory Wilkes, uh, Gregory Wilkes on the right, Windass on the left, overlaps. Yep. Play or the you, play the and, liver- you, and you just play and you just play Smith and Gregory, 
He won't though. He'll play changer. a front two and he'll play Patterson up there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, give Patterson his credit. I know a lot of people say, where does he play? The last couple of games, his pressing had been what we needed. Just I like getting Patterson. He's it, it, yeah. a character. I can't slag can the man him, off. Can, can you call him by his proper name? Big P. Yeah, there you go. That'll make you feel better. Right. So, Sheffield Wednesday. Thanks for writing in, Andy. You can do in the Discord, guys, and I will put the community threads back up as we go into September for the podcast. Um, this this summer, it's been too hot for me to my brain to think about the community tab, but it will come back. So, Sheffield Wednesday on Saturday, play Forest Green Rovers. This is going to be a fun one, I'm sure. Forest Green Rovers are coming to Hillsborough. They have four points. They are 20th in League One at the minute. Their home record is two losses, zero points. They've got a win on the road, though. They've won one of those and they've drawn one and uh, they've got four points all from their away games. They've scored four goals, but they've conceded seven. So they're on a minus three at the minute. Their last match was that 3-0 loss at home to Plymouth and they are going to be playing. They played oh, Brighton, they, they, actually, they, they, didn't they? Yeah. They're, oh, they're yeah, playing yeah. Brighton. They're playing Brighton as we record this, actually, I think. Yeah. So we'll know about that. But Wednesday, are welcome into them, them to Hillsborough. They have got Connor Wickham, who has scored one yeah, goal say, for them yeah. so far. And Little has scored two goals for them as well. So there's a couple of goal threats there. We've just got to be uh, careful. As they're far a very as... attacking player. They are they very are. attacking team when they get going. They are actually good. It's got to be... Interesting. I've already seen a Forest Green fan on um, Twitter go, I don't care about the result. You're probably going to batter us. I'm just looking forward to going to Hillsborough. But I think yeah. we're going to get battered, lads. But if Wednesday you're going to throw a result, it'll be this one. Yeah, but we're not going to. We're not. Wilkes is going to come on and score a debut at trick. And it's going to be HMS set sale. <laughs> let's, let's, let's positive think for it. Yes. Okay. We will talk about that one in the next episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. That is all I've got for you this week. Jake, have you got anything to add to, to round the Just podcast off today? Next week, it's going to be interesting because it's the last little bit of the uh, transfer window. I think it's the 31st when shuts. Yes. So the last podcast, the podcast next week will not be our transfer one, but the week after that, we will be talking all things transfer. So... Yeah. Um, don't know what we'll do exactly for next week. We will plan that out over the course of the week, but we are going to have a transfer uh, special as we always question. do. Question, and also question for you, are you doing a watch along for the Bradford City game? Because it will be on iFollow. Is that Tuesday night? Yes. Are you busy? Maybe. Maybe. So I'm, keep, keep glued I'm and we'll aware, let you know. I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a work trip very shortly at that point at some point so i'm not too sure if it's the tuesday night i'll check if if i can do it we will stream it because i've missed dexterity watch it'll be around yeah. but yeah anything to add jake apart from that no uh just enjoy uh getting a player over the line at last which is lovely and let's just have a bit more positivity because there's a lot to be positive with this Wendy team at the minute and i like it indeed it's lovely uh, but that has been it for episode 80 of the Talking Wednesday co- uh, podcast. Codcast. F- fix. Um, take care of yourselves and we'll see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya. <laughs>